You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath, the drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. Today we're going to get into chapter four of Zechariah. Don't run. Don't run. Zechariah's got some good things to say today. And uh, he's got some grace for your life this morning. He's got some grace for your life today. He's going to help you out. So we're going to get into that in a minute. That's what we do. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, studying, talking to Jesus, asking Him to help us, speak to us, speak to speak to our personal lives. And then some of that translates onto the radio when we when God's talking to all of us about what's going on in our lives. And so we study it, then we come down to the uh, studio we have here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter together on the air, and then we talk about where, where whatever and wherever the Spirit of God leads us. And so Kristen Hurston, pastor, uh, youth pastor at and associate pastor at Vieira Pastor. You're not youth pastor anymore. Not anymore, no. You just fired you. Yeah, that's okay. You fired. It was a great season. Yeah, you fired. My wife over. and I did youth for a lot of years yep. off and mm-hmm. on. But yeah, we're excited we transitioned that. To Whitney and Lane Branham, and so yeah, that's it's, um, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Happy to be on here, and Zachariah's fun. Yeah. Like it's a good one. You hear it, and you get into it, and you're like, oh, I know a ton of verses in this chapter. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a good one, and I had a good time yeah. reading around a little bit to get a better idea because they're not long chapters. No, they're not. So you can kind of get a better idea. Like, okay, this is what's going on, and. It's a fun. I think everybody will enjoy it. I read one through four again this morning just yeah. to kind of get a feel for where everything it's quick. was at. That's yeah. less than easy, one chapter of Luke. Easy, basically. yeah, easy reading <laughs> yeah. comparatively. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell the folks how to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way is on the East Coast app, and you can download that on the Apple or the Google Play Store, or you can go to our website, eccc.us. You go in there for info, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, or you can follow us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, just search for East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we'd be honored to email or mail out a Morning Breath Devotion Guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Amen. Yeah. So uh, as we get into here, is there any, we got a couple of announcements. Yeah, we do. One one real big I think the biggest one, I mean, it's coming up around the corners that we got Christmas Eve services and Christmas. So I counted it up. We got 15 services available. And it's 10 days till the 24th. Yeah, that's crazy. But we have actually services available on the 23rd as well. Yep. Christmas Eve, Eve. Yes. And then Christmas Eve, and then special service on Christmas, and or on the 26th. Woo, watch oh, that. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. And so go on the website. So Sunday is the 26th. Yep. So the day after Christmas is Sunday. And we'll have, of course, services online and uh, oh, yeah. uh, for everybody in every area. And then we'll have one service yep. at 10 a.m. at the Parkway campus on Merritt Island. Yep. And so if you want to come to church live, that's where you need to come. If yep. not, you're going to get it online. That's great. Yeah, man. Lots of good or opportunities. And you can go on the website to get all that information. I heard a rumor about who was preaching to Yeah, I did. It's going to be a great message. Oh, yeah. He's going to look a little incredible. like Santa Claus. He's going to look a little bit like me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about the message being incredible. By the grace of God. Yeah. We say c- grace, grace to that message. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Grace, grace. Grace, grace. You know, you've heard of that before. I grace, have, grace. I- We'll see more as we go on here. Yeah. So how's Nick doing over there? I'm doing well. You're doing well? Yeah. Good. Just hanging out. Yeah, man. Good to have you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I'm so sorry you got a, a, a crook trying to buy your car. 
That's such oh. a bad thing. <laughs> so if you want this to buy a car, for sale. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's just sell this car for him right now. What do you got, Nick? Uh, a Volkswagen Jetta. It's got a Volkswagen Jetta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unique. It's two tone, but a really sharp looking car. Yeah, we call it the Panda car. Panda, white and black. Good. Good yeah, call. That's great. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Zippy. Yeah. It's got yeah. 200 something horsepower. Do you have to put in gas or bamboo? Yeah. Uh, yes. Gas yeah. and bamboo. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. It's a Panda. Yep. It's available for sale. Is it? Yeah. So what's the price? <laughs> uh, five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, okay. look at there. Great and deal. What number do we call if we want to buy it? Uh, for real. Three two one four one two three seven four two. Okay, nice. Let's call get that Nick. thing sold uh, before b- Christmas. Buy this car if you need it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. If you don't need it, leave it alone. Yeah. Because yeah. God's got the right person for it and it for them. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on. It's great. Come on. Okay. See, so, yeah, the first time I ever done that. I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay. Look at there. Hey. Making history. I'm here. breaking. I'm breaking all barriers. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah, that was probably illegal in the Brevard County or radio. Yeah, we'll or find out. FAA rules yep. or something like that. Yeah. And yep. if it is, I apologize. I did it in ignorance. Nick will edit I'm it like, out. I'm like Paul yeah. on a very small scale. He didn't realize it. I did it in ignorance. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, speaking of ignorance, let's get in. Wait a minute. Yeah. That doesn't fit that well. No. Uh, speaking of uh, the Word of God, which removes our ignorance, yeah. how's that? We're going to read a chapter of the Bible, a little shorty. 14 verses. Yeah. Uh, chapter 4, Zechariah. How yep. do you say it? I, I probably say Zechariah, which sounds like a <clears throat> Z-A, <clears throat> but in reading it and looking it up, I was like, oh, I definitely should say it probably more with a e. Zech. Zechariah. 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 Because there is a Zechariah yeah. in the Bible too, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but then this is Zechariah. But this is Zechariah. So it's, it's a good one. If it was my name, I'd want to get it. I want people to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... How many verses? 14? Yeah. I'll read the first seven. All right. I'll take it from eight on. I'm, I'm going to read New King James. I'm going to be doing NLT. NLT, which stands for New Living Translation. Yeah. You got it. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. Now the angel who talked with me came back and wakened me as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, what do you see? So I said, I'm looking and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it. And on the stand, seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. Two olive trees are by it, one at the right of the bowl and the other at its left. So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? Then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Verse 8, Then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple, and he will complete it. Then you will know what the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. The seven lamps represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world. Then I asked the angel, what are these two olive trees on each side of the lampstand? And what are the two olive branches that pour out gold oil through the gold tubes? Don't you know, he asked. No, my Lord, I replied. Then he said to me, they represent the two anointed ones who stand in the court of the Lord of all the earth. Amen. Amen. 
So who were those two? I think Jesus and the Holy Spirit representing. Uh, okay. Why don't you learn me something? What well, do you think? I, you know, I, th- I think it's hard. I think a lot of these kinds of things to try to figure out yeah. are, are hard. Yeah. Imagery. Um, and... Imagery is always challenging, and this chapter is full of imagery. Yeah. Uh, pretty powerful, and just like chapter two was, and or three was, and five is, you know, it's really kind of that kind of book where there's a lot of pictorial. Yeah you know, uh, language going on here. I even wondered if it was Joshua and Zerubbabel. Okay, yeah. It did seem obvious to me that, yeah, the ones that stand, but it says you stand beside the Lord. Yeah. Uh, the Lord Jehovah, could that be Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Yeah, could yeah. be. Probably more correct than mine. The other side of it is he says these two trees. Mm-hmm. He says, what are these two olive trees at the right? And he says, you don't know? <laughs> I, I, oh, I hate that. In the I know. Don't you know? Don't you know? And no. I, I, That's see, why I said I don't know. One of the things I, one of the reasons I think the angel <laughs> says things like that uh-huh. is he wants us to be honest. Yeah. And you know, there have been times in my life I've tried to fake I knew something. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. I didn't really know it. Yep. And so I've, I've well, you know, blah, uh, blah, I, blah. I kind of know. Yeah. yeah, blah, blah, blah. But this guy, Zechariah, he is so clear. Both times he just says, no, I don't know. I don't. What is that? I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't like. Teachable. Yeah, very teachable, yeah. very open. And it says they stand beside beside the Lord. And he answered and said, do you not know? He said, these are the two anointed ones. And do you have a footnote? I anointed? do. What's it, it says, say? Or two heavenly beings. Hebrew reads two sons of f- fresh oil. Yeah, Sons of Fresh Oil. I think that's interesting. That's an interesting name. Because Sons of Fresh Oil, to me, speaks of people who are in the presence of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you know, who are are walking in that stuff. Sons of Fresh Oil. And the oil has always been, you know, symbolic of the work of the Holy Spirit in the earth. And he tells us to get our, you know wineskins redone so we can be yeah. filled with new yeah. new wine. I know that's not oil, but you know it all fits along those lines. But yeah. I, I asked a question. I'm not 100% sure whether it is Jesus and the Holy Spirit or Joshua and Zerubbabel. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm going to say this. I don't mean to sound weird, but God doesn't di- di- differentiate that much yeah. between what he's doing through you and what he's doing through the Holy Spirit directly. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we're his kids and Holy Spirit lives in you and, you know, we could go on and on with that. But anyway, so what stood out to you in the chapter? I've already kind of asked the question. Yeah, verse 2, it says, what do you see now? He says, I see a golden lampstand with a bowl of oil on top of it. Around the bowls are seven lamps, each having seven spouts with wicks. So it's this idea is that the priest was responsible for continuing to keep the candles lit to represent the this presence is, of God. This is the real ones in the holy place. Yeah, in the holy place in the temple. Yeah, in the temple. Yeah. That Their job was to keep those lit. Yeah. They illuminated the loaves of bread. and Super you know, important. The, it was just something that was never to go out, yeah. really, which spoke of God's everlasting presence yeah. in our lives. And they were never to go out, and the priests had to monitor. Yeah, and it was a task. It was it was labor to keep it going. But here in this picture, it's a bowl of oil on top of it that's continuing to feed it, and it's almost like the 
with the Holy Spirit and with his power, with God's presence, it's it's not effortless, but it's much less effort. Is that it's continuing to feed and that it's it's never ending in that way versus us having to strive. Like this crazy verse, I think from Hebrews says, strive to enter into my rest is mm-hmm. like the it's idea of that. With God, he's going to take care of it, but he's going to continue to give you fresh anointing, new strength, new power. And then, of course, the well-known verse that if you ask people, where does it come from, they wouldn't necessarily know. But he's saying, it's not by force, not by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's army. And so it really is all from him. Yeah. And, you know, in in my opinion here, these uh, two trees, actually, there are some sort of... uh, divine and mechanical connection between these trees and the lamps. And so olive trees produced olive oil. And so what I think the picture here that I got when I was reading it was that, yeah, there were bowls there and the bowls were used to, you know, supply normally supply oil to the lamps. Each one had its own wick. Each one had a pipe going from the bowl, but what fed the bowl in, in the, in the temple or in the tabernacle, it was the priests yeah. who went in. And in this case, it appears that these two olive trees supplying are supplying it. the oil. Yeah. And so there is this supply of fresh oil yeah. flowing through these two olive trees to illuminate the world yeah. or you know, the temple, illuminate the world and to show them the bread yeah. Of life. So that's another reason I thought more likely to be Joshua and Zerubbabel. Yep. Because that's our job today. Yeah. Is let the power of God flow through us by the Holy Spirit to let the light yeah. of Jesus so shine that people could see the bread of life. Yep. And so, you know, for me, I think that that kind of kind of fit that thing, but totally most people would go, not by might, but nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And we all go, yeah, where's that at? Gosh, yeah. I have no idea. No, yeah, no, no. and even it's, in the context of it and understanding mm-hmm. it, and yeah. knowing that Zerubbabel was tasked with rebuilding the temple, yeah. like that was his job and what he was doing here, and that was uh, an important light to that area and to that region and like what it was going to represent for God's presence. And so they had that task that's important. And of course, I love this verse because it's helped me in times. I could think back when I got saved at 19, 20 years old and wanted to conquer the world. My my favorite verse is from the book of Acts that says, these are those who turn the world upside down. Sure. And now they've come here too. And yes, I'm like, yeah. yes, that's me. But then verse 10 says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And then thinking about to see the plumb line, you know that because you were a carpenter. And this idea of having a plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand, which is going to show what is straight. What is that right angle? What is what do you set for the cornerstone? And for everything to be built upon, is this the Lord's hand and the Lord's presence and good deep roots rather than just trying to spring up is, I just saw a message online that talked about that it's not a blessing to have overnight success. There's there's a preacher, and his name is slipping me right now. I'll think of it in a moment. But he had incredible overnight success, and he said, I would not wish this on anyone, really. This is a much harder way to do it, whereas people who have been through it, they're like, yeah, I'm a, a 25-year overnight success. Like People see it on the outside, but they don't well, realize the time you put I'm in. An, I'm an overnight success. Yeah. It just was a really long night. Yeah, real long a night. Really long night. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I uh, I think that's a good thing. You know, a couple things you said there reminded me of something, Christian. You talked about uh, like a standard. Yeah. Or or you know, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Uh, there's this this whole picture here of of something starts out little and then grows, yeah. and then it said for the plumb lines in the hand of Zerubbabel, two things. Is a plumb line a standard? Mm-hmm. What you do with a plumb line is there's actually two little things hanging next to us in the studio by strings. Turn around, Nick. I want to show you this. And you can know what is perfectly straight up and down yeah. by a string, by anything hanging by a weight on yep. a string. You could take the nut yeah. off a bolt, or you could take a bolt with a nut on yeah. it and hang it from a string and then hang it from a tree or yep. hold it up next to a door, and it will be perfectly yep. vertical. Because gravity pulling because on Because gravity it. Yep. pulling on it, it's a perfectly up and down straight line. Yeah. Why is that good? Well, if you're building a building, in this case a temple, yeah. or building a life, or building a, you know, a shed in the backyard, you need to know what perfectly vertical yeah. is, and only a plumb line is the only thing... That can actually tell you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you say, well, what about a level? Or yeah, well, all of those work on the same principles, yeah. basically. And so you, we all need a standard yeah. in our lives, and I think that's part of what's going on here. God is our standard. And then the next thing I thought about here is who has despised the day of small things. Mm-hmm. I just started thinking about what what started small and got big. Yeah. And then, of course, the first thing. That crossed my mind, and we're in a great season for that, December 14th, is Jesus. Yeah. I mean, God sent oh, that's good. the redemption of the world yeah. in the form of a probably about a seven-pound baby boy, maybe mm-hmm. six. Yeah. You know? And a dirty Babies manger. weren't as big. Yeah. In where? In a... A dirty manger. In a manger. We say manger. It's a stall. It's a yeah. stable. Yeah. Yeah. With, with what animals do <clears throat> in a stall surrounding them in a very what unpleasant place. What they do place. and do and yeah. do do. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Nothing glamorous. Nothing glamorous at all. And then laid Jesus into a crib. Yeah. But not the kind of crib we think, you know, that you buy for your, you know, kids when they get married or, yeah. you know, when they get pregnant or whatever the case may be. But a crib then was one of those V-shaped things that they put hay in, yeah. with the with the with the you know sort of logs or the the wooden round wooden sides of it yep. far enough apart for hay to pull out between it, yeah. and animals would actually pull the hay out of that, yeah. and that's how you'd feed them. Well, that's where they put Jesus, laid him in that manger or yeah. that crib, and uh, laid him in there, which is super symbolic. Of we, you know, Jesus said that that He's the bread of life. Yeah, that's good. And we gotta get that bread on the inside of yeah. us. And the Feeding cool part us. about it is, whatever we eat, we become. Yeah. You know, I am peanut butter. <laughs> I am, you know, deer steak. I am, yeah. you know, come on. I'm made out of that, and there's sort of this picture of Jesus that way as well. A couple other real quick things I thought of that started small. Ended up huge, and and I'm gonna even go back smaller than babies, mm-hmm. babies' tears. Yeah, God did something incredible through babies' tears, and it was Moses crying in the bulrushes. Yeah, and Pharaoh's daughter yeah. heard him. Yeah, said, "Get him out That's of sympathy. there." 
And from the tears of a baby, God set in motion the deliverance yeah. of the nation of Israel. It's incredible. Doesn't that kind of give you goosebumps? Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of a that's yeah. kind of a whoa from from baby's tears. Yeah, just innocent baby, innocent crying, baby crying because his mother's not, had in to the give, dark. give up the baby to the river, yeah. you know, to say, God, we trust you. Like we're not going to be able to do this on our own, so yeah. we trust you with it. Yeah, super super cool and yeah. small. You know, to big, a shepherd boy with a sling. Yeah. He didn't do too bad with a rock. No. You know, a young yeah. kid with a rock killed or even take a little boy's lunch. Yeah. You know, when Small they didn't know how to feed one. anybody and they, yeah. uh, well, how could we do that? And what do you got? Well, we have one little boy's lunch. Yeah. Well, God is the master yep. of making something out of nothing much less being able to make something out of something small. Yeah. And I can't even, I can't get past the idea of seed too. You know, Jesus oh, talks about the mustard really seed, but just the small seed of your faith. Like people Absolutely. are stretched in their finances right now. It's December 14th and they've got Christmas coming up and maybe yeah. some unplanned circumstances. I had one of those recently where it's like, oh, there's another thousand dollar repair on my wife's minivan. That's like, you know, perfect timing in December, but God is the provider. And so when that happens, what we responded with is, hey, what could we do to maybe give a little more right now? Uh, uh, like uh, there was a thousand dollars that went out, but this is a season where, you know, as a church, we're doing legacy and rise and build and believing God for the future for yep, 2022 yep. and all that he's going to do some incredible initiatives. And we're thinking maybe we'll just give a little bit more. And then we know that God is going to provide. And so that small seed is something that that we see the Lord can do so much more with than we could ever imagine. Yeah, I love that. The the also the picture that I got out of this is when he said, "This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit," says the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you should become a plain. And what's he yeah. talking about here? Yeah. He's talking about a problem, mm -hmm. a resistance. What kind of problems were these folks faced with in their day? Discouragement. Yeah. Opposition, hindrances, uh, uh, unstable economy, yeah. backslidden people. You know what? It was just like today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like today. Yeah. The stress these guys were feeling was a stress like many people feel today yeah. in the world we live in, and they're struggling with it. And God says, hey, look, it's not going to be my might, which is saying strength. It's not going to be my power which is talking about authority. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be by personal strength or worldly wealth. God's going to do it by his spirit. Yeah. And uh, and what are, we, what are we called to do? Shout grace to it? Yeah. Shout grace to it? Yeah. You know, when the economy blows up in your face, what do you say? Grace? Grace. Grace. Yeah, mine says, grace. may God bless it. May God bless it. <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Christian, what were you thinking about? Yeah, so verse 10 again, looking at do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. And then this last part, it says the seven lamps represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world. Wow. And this idea that God sees you, no matter where you're at, maybe you're in that small mm. beginnings. I, I've had an opportunity to meet some people that are very new to the faith, like a week or two in yeah, and just yeah. getting started. And, you know, the Bible is coming alive to them. And it could feel daunting sometimes because everybody has this knowledge and they've got this experience. But 
don't despise that small beginning. Know that God sees you. And in this holiday season especially, is he knows right where you're at. He's with you. The Bible promises that he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's always there. And just know that he, he's got your back through all of it. Amen. You know, that reminds me of a verse from Philippians 1.6. Being confident of yeah. this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And, you know, for me, it's just a, it's a beautiful picture of, of God finishing what he starts. Yeah. And uh, we can trust him to do that. I love the picture of God sees because God does see. God sees right where we're at. God sees what, right what we're doing. And he sees what you're facing. And he'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He'll be with you forever and ever and ever. And so when you, when you read things like this, man, don't, don't despise a day of small beginnings. Don't despise when things are really tough. There's a mountain yeah. in your way. Just keep speaking the word. Now, I will say this in closing. The deliverance came to Zechariah in the form of a word. You need a word from God. Come on. Get into your Bible. It'll set you free. Love you guys. Appreciate you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.